Describe the methods for computing depreciation deductions for assets placed into service before January 1, 1981, and distinguish depreciation from obsolescence. We'll discuss certain rules that apply for property placed in service before 1981, because many of those concepts still remain important in understanding how depreciation is determined today. However, we'll concentrate more on the accelerated cost recovery system referred to as ACRES and the modified accelerated cost recovery system. Both systems govern depreciation deductions for property placed in service in 1981 or later. What factors determine the amount from which a depreciation deduction is computed? The amount that can be recovered through depreciation is the cost or other basis of the property after adding the cost of any improvements or additions that are capitalized and after subtracting any charges made against the capital account. To provide a general understanding of how the concept of depreciation is applied, the Internal Revenue Code specifies four methods that the taxpayer can use in computing the depreciation deduction for property placed into service prior to January 1, 1981. The first is the straight line method. Second, the declining balance method. Third, some of the digits method. Or four, any other consistent method. An understanding of how these methods operate still remains important to a general understanding of the mechanics of the cost recovery system. Method one. Under the straight line method, the taxpayer recovers the cost of the property in deductions of equal installments over the estimated useful life of the property. To determine the amount of each deduction, simply divide the taxpayer's basis in the property by the number of years of its estimated useful life. For example, consider a taxpayer who purchases for $10,000 a depreciated asset with useful life of 20 years. Under this formula, the basis of 10,000 in the first year and the remaining useful life will be 20 years. Therefore, 1 20th of 10,000, or 500, is deductible in the first year. In the second year, the adjusted basis will be 9,500, and the remaining useful life will be 19 years, which means that 1 19th of 9,500, or $500, is the depreciation deduction for year two. Method two. Under the declining balance method, a fixed percentage of the unrecovered cost of an asset is deducted each year and is applied to a constantly declining balance at a rate of up to twice the straight line depreciation rate. Example, if an asset costs $10,000 with a useful life of 20 years, the straight line method will be 5%. Therefore, the declining balance rate of up to 10% would be allowed. If the depreciation for the first year is 10% of $10,000, in the second year, depreciation still will be 10%. However, it will be 10% on the balance, $9,000 of unrecovered cost. This means that the taxpayer will be allowed the deduction of 900. This process continues each year until the asset has been fully depreciated. Method three is the sum of the years digits method. It produces a depreciation pattern similar to the declining balance method. Under this method, 
each year a new fraction is found and then multiplied by the remaining adjusted basis of the property. The numerator is the number of years of the property's remaining useful life and the denominator is the sum of the numbers representing each year of the property's estimated useful life after the first year. Only the numerator will change. The denominator remains constant. Method four. Although the fourth method specified by the code is generally described as the any other consistent method, there are specific requirements that any other method must meet. The main requirement is that the method used must not result in depreciation greater than that obtainable under the declining balance method during the first two-thirds of the asset's useful life. Such depreciation methods are often based on the actual use of the property, which may be very intense for a period of time and then very light, depending on the taxpayer's business cycle. It's important to know that the tax law provides for the deduction of a reasonable allowance for obsolescence in addition to the depreciation deduction. Obsolescence of a property means a loss of economic usefulness from abnormal causes rather than the physical wear and tear of the property covered by depreciation. Examples of such abnormal causes could include changes in the method of manufacturing, changes in economic conditions, and legislative changes.